0: We're back. Laurie and Julia show up for a productive Tuesday. My talk1071 Everything Entertainment. Laurie back tomorrow. Holly is in for Laurie today. And uh, we want to remind you that tickets continue to be on sale for a mere $12. To join us on uh, June 20th for our big grease sing-along at CHS Field. Because after that, the price is going to go up $5. So get them at $12. Just use the keyword grease and join us. MyTalk1071.com.
2: Get them all right. now. Perfect. Um, okay, so here's the deal. Before we get into all the wills that have been found in all the cupboards and cabinets and under the couch and everything for Aretha Franklin. <laughs>
0: Handwritten. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But that means that's got to mean something. Legally. I don't
0: know what it Why? means. Her attorney is.
2: Um, well, all right. Let's just talk about it. So three yep. hand handwritten wills were found in Aretha Franklin's home, and um, this is nine months after her death. Despite lawyers believing she had left no instructions on dividing her eighty million dollar estate, Ugh. she was seventy six when she died last August of pancreatic cancer. Lori's and family members said at the time she had no will, but three handwritten versions were discovered earlier this month. One of them is from March 2014. It was in a notebook under cushions and appears to give the singer's assets to family members, which would totally make sense. Right. Some writing is extremely hard to decipher. However, the four pagers have words scratched out and phrases in the margins. Two other wills from 2010 were found in a locked cabinet after a key was found when they were going through all of her stuff. Franklin's lawyer for more than 40 years filed the wills in court on Monday. So um, I just think this is really
1: interesting that... um, That one of her wills was found underneath a couch cushion (laughs) and handwritten notes in the margin. (laughs) I'm telling you, if anyone, if
2: I died... um, all the different notepads and everything that I, because I write, I write to learn. That's how I learn. Yes. So if anything's on TV and I want to mem- remember it, I write it down. You're a visual learner. I totally. And yeah, I hear too. during the show, I always write notes. I keep them in a book. But I've got nine million of these books, and um, I just think, if she was a writer, you know, and she just never got around to the will, these should be legal.
0: Well, They're- it does say that the, uh, the wills. Uh, he's not. The attorney says he's not sure they are legally binding under Michigan law. The courts will decide this.
1: That's a hearing. It may s- not be. Yeah. Two of her right. sons binding. object to the wills. Yes. That's what the family's saying. Yeah. And a hearing is set for June 12th. It will be interesting to find out whether or not these handwritten notes actually stand up in the court of law as legally binding. That's fascinating. Mm hmm. Having your will under a couch cushion handwritten in the notes of the merchants it's also interesting. She is, The woman had $80 million That was in her
2: assets. intent. And the four kids, I wonder if the two don't get along with her so well and the other two do. So, of course, two are contesting yeah. it because well, mom, yeah. mom yeah. favored you more. But uh, $80 yeah. million is a
1: lot of money. That, to have under the couch cushion. Just to well, have a will. will under the couch cushion. Yes. That's a lot of money. Do you have a will? I don't have a will. Mm-hmm. But I do have... Issues to where things will go, right?
2: Yes. Okay. So, and a medical directive and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Are you gonna lecture her, Julia? No.
3: Okay.
0: Um, there's, there's, <laughs> no, like Lori there's lectured us. Was, oh,
2: Lori lectured Oh, oh okay. for
0: years oh, she lectured. Yeah. Julia there was something
2: big going on where my mom lives today. What does that mean? It means, well, I got a text from a guy who listens, my friend, Neil the Knitter. Yeah, hi Neil the Knitter. And um, there's a major thing going down at Blank Blank Estates, um, or next to at least 20 cop cars are there, is your mom (laughs) home. What? (laughs) What? 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 (laughs) 20?
4: Okay. And my my
2: brother said, so I sent it to my brother, mom's all good, someone got shot. Okay. I mean, that's all scary. Right, Mom. Yeah, okay. Hope that's you're scary. doing all right. Neil the Knitter, hope you're doing all right. I mean, all isn't the that, friends. I know, that was really nice. Okay, so as far as the wills go, but you have to admit, if she wrote it down, that is something that she wanted. But I guess, why don't that, you get it But to... that's
0: Legally, that's not the point. I know. Yeah. Damn it. It's not that simple. No. It's not your money, no.
2: kids. It was your mom's.
1: Yeah. That's Boy, true. Money
2: makes people do bad things when there's no yeah. will, though. Okay. Yeah. Downton Abbey, the um, trailer, was released today. It's the first full-length trailer from the Downton Abbey movie. The Crowleys find themselves getting ready for a visit from the king and queen. Should we just listen to a little bit of it to remind us Downton Abbey's going to be coming to a theater near you in September. Yes, Tom. It's
1: Tom Branson in the show and the film. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Well, we're all so excited. Was it, I mean, did everyone just say yes immediately to this idea of a movie or did anybody have to be persuaded?
0: We first started talking about it before we even stopped filming the series. So I think everyone was up for it. It just took a while to get the right script because we wanted to make sure that, you know, taking something from TV to go to film. Yeah. You want to make sure that the story's bigger and bolder and more theatrical. So we put Julian, locked Julian and Fellows in a room for three years and <laughs> made them come up with the script that we have today.
3: Is it like riding a bike? Do you just get into the swing the second oh, yeah. you're all back together? Yeah, uh,
0: it, was, it, it was kind of strange the first time you go up to Highclere Castle. It's such a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. And you, and you arrive up you haven't seen it for three years and you kind of go I took this for granted for too long yeah and then it kind of felt like I had just gone back for a sleep in my trailer it didn't feel like we'd gone <laughs> for three years long yeah. sleep yeah
1: so I don't know how much you can say but does it pick up in the future does it I mean where are we in the time with the characters it's pretty much
0: directly after about six okay. or seven months and, and there's obviously I think it's been announced as a big event they get a letter saying that the royal family are going to visit
1: okay yeah that works out well, well it's exciting
0: and that that obviously is going to bring its own drama <laughs>
2: I'm wondering if you know who's in it. Everybody. Everybody who All was in Downton Abbey. It, yeah. even, Ma- even Maggie Smith. Even Maggie oh, yeah. Smith. Oh, oh yeah. Funny. Yes. I miss that show. Yeah. That what? was a calm show. You know to
1: watch. It was it's easy. The bits. It and was easy to watch. Watching the trailer bring <gasps> brings you just right back into it, doesn't now, it? If you're missing that Downton Abbey vibe in your life, go and check it out. I think it's posted at mytalk1071.com. Yep. So right. And I dropped off Downton Abbey the past, the last couple of seasons. I and, did too But well. then it just. I'm like, I'm here for the movie. Can't wait. I, exactly. Yeah. I kind of
2: did too. I got to admit. Yeah. I gotta got a little admit. in the tooth. All right. So when we come back, it's time for some random randomness. And um, it's all going to be shocking and amazing information for everybody. So stay with us. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And
3: now, Julia's random thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is.
1: All right, let's get at it, people. This is where I get to sit back and relax. Ah, enjoy the relaxation that is random thoughts. All right, what do you got? I am going to tell you about spoilers. We were talking about them earlier, considering the Cannes Film Festival, Quentin Tarantino issued a statement on social media asking people... Not to spoil his new movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It debuted at the Cannes Film Festival tonight. By the way, got a six minute standing ovation. People are loving Yay.
2: it. That's one
1: more minute than Rocket Man. Yay. <laughs> and then, but considering spoiler alerts and Game of Thrones and all that, when do you think it's accept- acceptable to openly discuss spoilers considering a TV or a movie? Okay, Soon as TV the TV show's show, over. No, Soon that's the not true, Janet. <laughs> no, because
0: no, we because couldn't I, talk I,
1: about Game of Thrones, no. we could talk today, maybe. Uh, yeah,
0: some people would say no,
1: right? Some people would say no, but you are in the majority, Julia. People said a week or less. So something happened on TV Sunday night. It's Tuesday. It's almost fair game at this point to be able to talk about some of the things from Game of Thrones. Uh, 14% said uh, right around a week is fair 20% said a couple of days 14% said one day and 16% said you should be able to talk about an episode immediately after it airs. 1 in 6 people do not care about spoiler alerts or ruining for you so Donnie's kind of in those one and that one right, and six. Right, right. I don't care. I feel like yeah. you're responsible for your own spoiler alerts for the most part. <gasps> like you are responsible. Megan McCain is that who you're <laughs> being today? Yeah,
2: oh, she, am was, I being Megan McCain? Do not talk to me. Call me Megan McCain. Was adamant, and that no,
0: she was wrong. She
2: what did was she wrong? say? But then what did she said It was the producer's fault, which I felt oh, bad. Oh, please! What was, what was the
1: producer's fault? That
2: <laughs> they didn't tell her not to do a spoiler oh, come for on. Game of Thrones on Monday morning. Oh, that she didn't issue one? You should at least... No, she didn't. She
1: so, just... So she just talked she about just Game She just about it. Yeah, and she, she gave, gave it away. away. She yep. gave it away. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you got to be a little gentle with the way that you talk about things. At least say, I am going to be talking about this. Right. So if you do not want to listen, then you can turn it off. But other than that, if you don't catch that first part and you jump in on something and then it's like, there it goes. You're kind of responsible for schooling yourself at this point about being able to be like, right. I'm not going to jump on Twitter into this conversation about this show because I, I can't. So, but I'm the kind of person who reads like the ending of the choose your own adventure book to make sure I don't fall down the snake pit. So I just spoiler alert. Don't you you read the ending first? Well, like, you know, choose your own adventure book. You got to skip ahead to make sure you don't fall down the snake pit. So no she talking.
2: cheats She cheats. is what we've just learned. She can't Cheating go with the flow. Yeah. She needs to know what's going to happen at the end wow. so she can plan accordingly cool. for her trip. It's about the journey, Julia, not, not really. the destination. No, yours is about
1: the destination and not the journey. That's because not how you-
0: the saying goes. What? It's about the saying goes, it's the journey, not the destination.
1: I know, but Julia's pointing out the BS that I just fed because I <laughs> wanted to know Russia. the ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, get that. Slap
2: it. Slap it. I hit it like five times. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Some it, people are so crazy sensitive about spoilers. Yes. That you could say something from a movie from three years ago right. and you get a phone call saying, I've never seen it. Thanks a lot. Oh,
1: yeah. Then it was that's, three years. That sometimes crap.
2: when you guys are talking, you and Lori Donnie. And I'll be listening, and I haven't started watching it. And I'm like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, but we don't no, you don't. Away. No, you don't. No. No, you don't. But, but anyway, years. so we're not going to tell it was you. It's the one-armed man.
0: Oh, great. It's
2: always him. <laughs> it's, always <laughs> it's always him. him. <laughs> All right.
1: Somebody Spoiler was
0: going to rent the <laughs> this weekend, and you ruined it. Sorry.
2: it ruined it. Sorry. Sorry. What do you got, Donnie?
0: Um, how about this? If you want to bring your pet dog to uh, the movie theater with you, well, that's pretty much a no-no, right? But now there's a movie, hope so. There's a movie theater in Plano, Texas that is changing the game and has become the first movie theater in the world. So let your dog in to watch the movie with you for just $15. You get entry to a film at the Canine Movie Theater in Plano along with your dog and get this part as well as bottomless wine and whiskey. <laughs>
2: Well, that's kind of funny. I yeah. mean, if it Ooh. was like a fun, easygoing thing that you don't care if a dog barks, because there's going to be barking.
0: Uh, there are, these are not brand new releases. They have a different themed evenings every week from date night to bring your dog to church night to margarita and movie night. The theater has big comfy sofas as well as treats so you and your dog won't feel left out of the mid-film snacking.
2: Oh,
1: there you go. That's cute. Plano, uh-huh.
0: Texas. The what Canine is- Movie Theater.
1: Oh, yeah. Bring your dog. Bring your dog. Yeah. Why not? Why okay. not? We do have to talk about the passing of Dress Barn. This is sad. It has gone 600 away. 600
2: and what? 94 stores? 650 yeah. stores. I shopped there once.
1: Are going to close. Where is one locally?
2: There through? was one in Woodbury by T.J. Maxx. And there's okay. one I mean, in by Marshalls. Burnsville,
1: I believe, they're that's all off of County Road 42. So well, they're all closing? They're all closing. Mm-hmm. We don't know when, but... Uh, That's going to affect about 6,800 people. And I'm looking at this analysis on CBS News. And essentially, the big conglomerate that owns the brand just let it die. That's the reason why it's closing. They were just done. They didn't invest anything in it. And they have a bunch of other brands that are probably just going to absorb all of this stuff. But so there it is. Yeah. People. Do they own 3579? Or Dots? Dots? Remember Dots? Yeah, it's a
0: clothing store. Mm -hmm. Dots? You don't remember Dots even I remember don't remember dots. remember dots. I don't
1: remember Dots, I remember Fashion Bug. Well, that too. Remember that? I feel like maybe five, Fashion seven, Bug and are Dots. Are you, were you were we're talking related? about 579? Five, yeah, 579. I was too big to ever dress in that store. Oh
2: god. <laughs> I, they didn't even I think they had it around but, <laughs> but if it was 468, those sizes feel like they're bigger than 579. I mean, 357.
1: I always think even numbers are bigger than odd I've numbers. I always thought so. Well, that's because the odd numbers are the junior sizes. Exactly. So you have the weird cuts and the exactly. things and the whatever. When you go even, it's a more sophisticated. I, exactly. your set of numbers. Yes.
0: I didn't know that. It yes. is. Oh, With okay. ladies
1: dressing, odd numbers are for the teens. We took
0: it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, amber hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become?
1: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
4: Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine.
1: And even numbers are for the ladies. Oh, it's totally. It's just mm. like when you button a shirt that the buttons are on the opposite side for men's shirts as they are for women's mm. shirts.
0: Do you know why that is?
1: Isn't it because we were too delicate to operate buttons at one point in time, ladies?
0: You're very close. It was because. The they, valet
2: didn't like to button them a certain way.
0: It was because someone else was buttoning the shirt it, that's for right. you. Yep. And that's why they were on the yep. other side.
2: Yep. That's right. The valet. Out. Okay.
0: Yes. What do you, what got? Do you got? Oh, uh, I'm kind of surprised about this. According to a new survey, flying is now our least favorite way to travel, and the average person would rather drive anywhere within six and a half hours to avoid getting on a plane. You agree I, with that? No. I would no way. I'm driving six and a half hours.
2: No, I I do enjoy a good road trip. I won't. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, because I have issues with packing, mm-hmm. but flying. I mean. I think of, a, we're just so lucky here. What do you mean? Our airport's so pretty and nice. Well, I mean, yeah. it's nice <laughs> yes. when you get there. It's like, you can do everything you forgot to do. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can I mean, go there I, and be like, all right, I need this, 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 right. this, and this. And I can totally fulfill all of my needs. I've known people who have done that, though. I've done. I've gone and gotten a,
2: a manicure there because I forgot and I didn't have time. I mean, if you, you know... Get to the airport early you enjoy yourself <laughs> and, before you go. And, and well, my
1: suitcase is empty. But I've known people in my life who have done that. Who would had, rather drive? Who would rather drive because the nonsense of getting through the line and the waiting and all of that stuff. Where they're like, I could do telephone calls and conduct business in my phone in a way that I can't when I'm at the airport. And yeah. I can just drive myself. But I know I fly. Yeah, I'm no. not
0: driving six and a half hours. I'm not driving. I don't like long drives. Not yeah.
1: Get, of course, ugh. part
0: of the reason people are saying this is that the uh, the expense of flying.
1: It's not
2: and... that there's a big sale going on right okay. now.
0: <laughs> All right, never mind. Just Thank no. You, Julia. No, but Donnie, there is. <laughs> and service. They say the service has worse than ever when it comes to flying. I guess oh. that depends on the airline too. And
2: you're not on the plane that long, and I think you lower hmm. your expectations and you'll never be disappointed. Wow. that... Wow, there's a bumper sticker. Frame that
1: on the studio wall. Mm -hmm. Lower Lower your your expectations.
0: expectations. Finish it with me, Holly. And you'll You'll never never be be disappointed. disappointed.
1: Mm -hmm. That's good. What an uplifting (laughs)
2: message. But seriously, if you have no expectations, you can have no disappointments.
1: So when I see the duct tape on the wing of the airplane, I can think to myself... My expectations have been lowered. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. So I won't be disappointed. I'm not sure it's a good motto <laughs> for a business.
2: But <laughs> it's a motto for life. For life, but maybe then, for a business,
0: yeah. you know. Okay.
2: All right, we will we'll be back, people. Oh my gosh, this is a cool study that we have when we come back. About I know I tend to make it about me. I know you never get just. What oh, I like that. Taylor Swift was on with Ellen today. And she hadn't been there for four years, but Ellen put together, like, the cutest montage of all of her past visits. Very, very, very cute. Cute. Very cute. Oh, yeah. That's who sings me. That's where we're starting that from. Okay, so your child's brain on Fortnite. What is Fortnite? It's like a video game that Prince Harry has decided he wants the world to stop playing because it's bad for children
1: it's it, you make your own avatar and then you're in that world and you play it with all of your friends yeah and it has crossed over into reality in a way that rarely a video game does
2: and there's games like this that people just get addicted to and play with their friends yes um so here here's just the setup
3: Ten-year-old Cash loves Fortnite. He plays every day. His mom says sometimes as much as five hours on weekend days that he doesn't want to go on play dates because he'd rather play Fortnite with friends online and that the game is the first thing he thinks about in the morning. He would definitely choose to do Fortnite over most things. Is there anything you'd rather do than play Fortnite? That's a good question. Um, no. No. And he says sometimes he plays so long that... No. When you're just like lightheaded and you can't get enough Fortnite, but it hurts inside. Fortnite has 250 million players, and while the company doesn't report hours played daily, parents are at wit's end. How much money do you think cash has spent in-game? Thousands. I no longer pay him allowance in dollars. I pay him allowance in V-Bucks.
0: What, what is B bucks? Is that
3: that's high? the currency that's
1: used inside Fortnite in right. order to, to buy more characters, buy more. visit more cities. Well, or something. D- yeah, just in order to play okay. at a, at a level that they want to. Right? Because mm-hmm. you've yeah. heard that kids were getting their
2: parents' credit cards and stuff. I, I just think how many two hundred fifty nine million did they say? Or what? It, what yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Playing the game, yeah.
2: And listening to the little kids, you get lightheaded, like you're a little kid. Oh, yeah. And the mom, I okay. So how does a brain respond because they did these brain scans. I just think this is fascinating.
3: To see what actually happens in Cash's brain when he's playing Fortnite, we head to the Marcus Institute of Integrative Medicine at Jefferson Health. Neuroscientist Andrew Newberg uses an fMRI machine to set up a comparison. How does Cash's brain respond to three things? Random visuals with color and motion, a similarly violent video game from a few years back, and then... Fortnite.
4: So hopefully we'll get a good picture of how these games affect the brain and also how there's a difference between the two different games.
3: Cash will do this exercise, but as a comparison, his schoolmate, 12-year-old Amato, will go through the same process. One big difference, Amato doesn't play Fortnite. It's one of those games where you kill each other and I just, um, I don't, I'm not interested in the game. He prefers race car games and reading about sports. Okay. So, oh,
2: setting oh, up the study. Oh. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so two kids, one who likes to do Mario Kart or something and mm-hmm. read, versus one who is into killing each other, as the kid said.
3: Yeah, yeah. he doesn't
0: like games where you
2: shoot
3: uh-uh. people, he said. where you're violent. Fortnite, yeah. okay. What lit up?
4: So, the area that really lit up is a dopamine area of the brain.
3: Watching Fortnite, Dr. Newberg says Cash's brain had much greater activation than Amato's in an area called the anterior cingulate a structure that in part is involved in dopamine release and for some people can be associated with addiction.
4: These are areas that are very involved in our reward system of the brain.
3: Dr. Newberg says gaming addiction is a real disorder but gaming has also though been proven to improve visual and spatial awareness and while the reward centers of Cash's brain are lit up none of this is predictive of addictive behaviors.
4: Just because we see a dopamine area lighting up in in the gamer that we saw today, that doesn't inherently mean that the person has an addiction. What it means is that it's affecting the areas of the brain that are involved in that. We ultimately have to find out how they're doing as a person.
3: I
2: mean, interesting. And then now here's what his mom has kind of thought about it all.
3: Cash, by all accounts, is doing well in school and in other areas of his life. But for his mom, even this rough association is scary. How does that make you want to alter or adjust Cash's playing? Because what I witnessed is an incredibly patient, okay, polite, functional kid <laughs> who is obsessed with Fortnite. <laughs> it's a big deal. I think everything in moderation, and I don't know
2: what moderation is with Fortnite.
3: Interesting. You know, what
2: is moderation for Fortnite? Interesting, but she said he plays five out. I'm telling you, we we'll sometimes think of how much TV we watch. You know, or sit on our computer and look on Pinterest sometimes. You know, it could be an hour like that. Easy. Oh, yeah. But I just think the young brains, this is, I just thought this is fascinating. No, I agree. It is. You know, they're getting so, we saw the brain scans. Didn't we see the brain scans of the football player that we just talked about, Donnie, in the Daily Mail? Someone who had a ton of concussions. What was the brain scan thing we just talked about? My brain needs to be scanned right now. But the the how they're just showing how all the well, different parts of the brain.
0: Well, concussions have it.
2: well, right? But it was it brain. was that or was you something else? About it might have been strokes. Ariana I Grande's brain yes, scans that thank you. It. from PTSD.
1: From PTSD. Oh, yes, Ariana that's it. thank okay. you. Yeah, and I was so, with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and she shared those side by side, saying that this is a, a brain. Here's a picture of a brain, right? And then here's a picture of my brain having experienced post traumatic stress disorder, right? And and noting the visual differences in brain activity when you are experiencing PTSD. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. I don't yeah. know. I just think all this information and research,
2: I'm telling you, you know, when your kids are bigger and like mine didn't get phones until I think like they must've been eighth or ninth grade because they just weren't around. I think. Yeah. Um. But those little game boys and the GameCube and the uh, px
1: Oh, yeah. I I had all that stuff growing up. And I think one of the differences between the, you know, the. The Xbox, or not the Xbox, but those kinds of games maybe that your kids were playing, and Fortnite, there's such a social component to Fortnite, because it's not just like little Cash is sitting in his bedroom oh. playing Sonic yeah, the Hedgehog oh, yeah. by My himself. Oh kids had headsets. And they had well, headsets. He oh yeah. yeah and there's the headset, yeah. Mon- moneta- real life monetary exchanges right. that are happening in Fortnite. Right, that okay. is- So it's linked to the real world in a way that is where where does the line between reality begin and end? Because they coexist. Fortnite is real. Only if you go outside and run around the house 17,000 times (laughs) will I let you play it for five hours.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: But where does, for him, it's real. That is real. That's where his friends hang out. They hang out in Fortnite. I know it, but I know...
0: I don't know the jury's out because they say he seems like a, he does okay well, in school I mean, sure and he seems right. well I mean, adjusted just, and
1: I wonder what will be 2 years from now when he perhaps has outgrown Fortnite maybe he got bored with it maybe right. people become right. wanting to move on to another thing cuz it's only been around for 2 years Oh but it's taken the world by storm Yeah it's taken the world by storm the other
2: thing that I think is interesting is because all of our iPhones you know they're designed our cell phone are to keep us engaged Yeah so they keep adding new elements and everything into your phone to keep you on your phone and, you know, on it. So I bet our brains light up. Social media. I get dopamine when I look at Pinterest <laughs> remodeling pictures. You're like, ooh, look A at that subway burst. tile. Boop. I mean, but you know, <laughs> yes. or clothes, or yes. whatever
1: it is. So. Well, and Twitter, social media, Facebook—they are all intrinsically designed to keep you on for as long as possible, and Honest feeding life. those parts of the brain that are positively reinforced every time you get a little like that feels a little nice. Ooh, I'm I getting a little hit of dopamine. I know, right I there. got something
2: else. Yeah. I
1: got something else going.
2: So, um, some people are calling in, maybe to weigh in on the good old Fortnite and mm-hmm. everything. I love their names, Cash and Armado. Yes. Great names. Yeah. Very, very great names. Yeah. I've never, do you still play video games?
1: Rarely rarely. I downloaded Fortnite on my phone cuz I was curious to right. see what everyone was doing. And then I just I got I did Pokémon Go when that came out. Yes. And I did that for like 2 seconds and then I deleted it cuz then I was like, "Oh gosh, they're following me. I don't want them to follow me."
2: It was hard because I had Instant Abs right next to it and I couldn't decide which one to do. Instant Abs? Mhm. That's a that's a Like a fitness thing. app? Yep. <laughs> i'm just teasing and you know i'm just teasing right Uh, but i do have
1: that fitness app yeah crying out loud but Fortnite, yeah because you're invested in the creation of your character Mm -hmm. and then you it's so time invested that for me as an adult i'm like i'm tired i really don't want to spend the time but there are count obviously over 200 million people worldwide they're not all kids playing this right yeah all right well there's that donald do we have you with us?
2: It's time to um speak of the Hollywood. Speak of the Hollywood speak. Yes. Oh, he's engaged in a very a very compelling heated, compelling con- conversation, conversation about Fortnite. I'm sorry yes. about that. I had to That's yes. okay.
0: Uh just a quick point. Did you want to go to the break? Is that what you No, you're... yeah. Oh, uh, just a quick point. Uh this game is rated T fourteen, which means fourteen and over. Oh. Cash is ten. Oh. So that's a Call case. Cash's mom. Well, that's, that's a case where yeah. the the parent has to say, "You can't play this."
1: Well, and this oh, one, I always played the teen games when I was little. I, though, well, but
0: that doesn't make <laughs> like, it okay.
1: Well, I'm just saying it happens though. I know. Uh, and the one thing she said is, "I
2: don't know what moderation is." I thought, oh. yeah.
0: Well, she meant as far as how long he plays the game, right? Hmm. You know, and she said, This caller said, I have a nine year old who wants to play it. And I say, No, that rated game is not rated for you.
1: Right. There you go. So
0: that's a parent's decision to say, This game is not appropriate for a 10 year old in my house. That's up to them, right?
1: Well, yeah, it's up to the parent. You know, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I wouldn't get Halo. My kids would play it. Everyone else's.
1: <laughs> 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 they will find it. Everyone else is else's out. And know. the moms what would always do? say,
2: Yeah, Julia doesn't get Halo. That's why they're over
1: yeah. here. Ah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. We will be back with Hollywood Speak. I mean, I love Cardi B, and I love how she's speaking. We'll be right back. So,
3: what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this?
2: Okay. We don't have to have a really true Hollywood speak on Cardi B, but I love her for her honesty, and she tells the truth. So... A couple of years back in 2018, when she first came out with Bodoc Yellow and we were starting to hear about Cardi B, um, she's a stripper um, that got into rapping and is just a big darn deal. And she's just owns, owns it, owns it. Right. Her new song is very, very dirty. Very. It's called Wish Wish. It's dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty. But we it's can't kinda, play it here. It's I just find her refreshing. Yes. So she told us in 2018 that her she had butt injections. Mm hmm. And that she went to a basement in Queens in 2014, shelled out $800. She was 21 at the time. She was working as a stripper and she was hoping the injections would make her more money because she was slim and she didn't have a lot of junk in the trunk, so to speak. Yeah. And so um, she didn't have liposuction where they could transfer the fat from a different part of her body to her butt. So she said the whole process was terrible. They don't numb your fanny oh. with anything. <laughs> it was the craziest pain ever. I felt like I was going to pass out. I mm. felt a little dizzy and it leaks for like five days. Yeah. She actually went back for a second round of injections. But by the time she was going to get it, the lady that she was doing it in the queen's basement got locked up because she supposedly killed someone doing this. Because butt injections, uh, you need a board certified plastic surgeon. Yeah, you don't I mean, this go is, to the basement no, exactly. of somebody's house. But that's house. what she, that's all the money she had. So I just loved it that she said it was real, it leaks, you can't sit. I just don't, I, I just would never put more fat on my body. I, I'd do it through my mouth with ice cream and
1: <laughs> But not that way. There, there is, I'll just side up before we move on, if you want to watch a TV show that deals with these... kinds of butt injections. Watch the first season of She's Gotta Have It on Netflix. There is a character that experiments with this and it does, maybe it doesn't go the way that she thought it would. Is it real? No, it's not real. So this is a fictional show, but there is a story arc with a character that did something very similar to Cardi B. I just, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So now she's canceled her, she
2: was going to be at this festival, music festival on Memorial Day weekend, which is this weekend, people. Yes, it is. Hard to believe. Right. Um, she had to drop out because I remember about, I don't know, the beginning of the month, she said she shouldn't be performing because she just had lipo and breast um, a reduction, augmentation. I don't know what she had. I think she was talking about that at the Met Gala. yeah. And she said, I shouldn't be performing yet because I'm not healed kind of thing. And so she has dropped out this weekend from the Spring Bling Festival because she needs to recover from her liposuction and breast augmentation. And, you know, when she dances, she twerks and that's her that's her thing. So if she's twerking and doing all this, so it sounds like she did have enough liposuction you know, fat somewhere to, after her baby and then she moved it into her fanny. Mm-hmm. But she works her butt off. She's always, always, always working. But she said moving too much is messing up her lipo
1: and it's not healthy. Well, good for her. I love her that she owns it, though. Well, yes, of course, because it, you, you're you getting plastic surgery. No shame in it. You're just moving some things around. And she tells us. Yes. And it's not like, oh, this is natural. Yeah.
2: I like her. I, always, I like She's her. She's
1: great. She's very great. All I right, like so her a lot.
2: This tweet happened yesterday, and it kind of steamrolled, and this was Kim Kardashian West's official Twitter website. Hey, Jack in the Box, I have a serious complaint but won't fully put you on blast, comma, check your corporate email inbox or send me a DM with direct person for my team to contact. Pronto. Exclamation mark!
0: Okay, what what happened at Jack in the Box?
2: We don't know.
1: We d- oh. It's a mystery, Tani. It's what? a mystery. It, it had nothing to do with her food or her order, but it's something she said she saw at a Jack in the Box when nobody recognized her. Okay,
2: oh. so basically, oh. I just feel like this... I like him. I like what she's doing. I feel like this is just so over the top. If you saw something that you didn't like, have your assistant, because she says... My team will contact you. Have your team call up Jack in the Box, headquartered in L.A., they, and say... Why do you have
0: to be public about it? Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah.
2: Donna, you're blowing the punchline.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll go away now. Of
2: course. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm turning off your mic. Um, But you don't have to be public about it. And everyone took her to task for that because it just felt very egocentric.
1: Yeah, well, the way that she's doing this, so she's leveraging her celebrity in order to take somebody to task, and she knows very well exactly what she's doing. I'm not going to put you on full blast, meaning she didn't tag Jack in the Box on the tweet, but she knew that passive-aggressively the internet would blow up, which they did. Yes, they did. And they would tag Jack in the Box in this, and then it would just cascade into this thing where you're totally right, Julia. If she really wanted to deal with whatever... Like the the shame element in this, using social oh, yeah. media to deal with it, it's like, girl, yeah, just get okay. just get your people on the line yeah, and, really. and actually they talk behind the scenes about what really exactly. happened. Well, you're not sharing what happened,
2: and so then she after after that first one, she said, "This isn't about me or my food or anything." And then now, 17 hours later, thank you at Jack in the Box for your quick response and handling of the situation. And she tagged them in that
1: one, by the way. Jack in the Box mm-hmm. is tagged on that tweet.
0: You know when she says it isn't about me? Actually, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so don't say that, well, just—it It is about you.
1: <laughs> she knows
2: exactly yes, how to use social I media. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't either. No. All right, let's talk about wearing tight Spanx, people. Oh. Remember when they first came out? And how revolutionary they were? They were everything. Everything. And, and before that, there was some really tightening underwear that weren't a girdle. But there was something. Because I before Spanx came out, I remember being at Rupert's. At an event, I worked at um, the Twin Cities Reader, and we had an eligibles party. It was when how you'd meet people mm-hmm. and you'd leave you know something in their mailbox and the phone calls and they were in the back of the newspaper, you know yeah, um, we had a party at Rupert's, and I wore something very tight. I was teeny at the time, but I wore this who knows what and it, I was so sick. I, I couldn't breathe. I left it in like the tampon carrier in the bathroom. <coughs> I've done this many times with what, leaving space. all your shapewear in the toilet. I leave my shapewear in that little bin.
1: Julia oh, was here because
2: like, it's too embarrassing to walk out of the bathroom. It's usually at an event where there's a line, and yeah. it's too embarrassing to walk out of the bathroom. You have a teeny purse yes. with your, you know, your under Under Armour. I, yeah, I,
1: I like the idea of instead of uh, Julia leaving it like a Z for Zorro, she just leaves her shapewear wherever. I leave you my know shapewear
2: was there i've, <laughs> been, here. I've yes. been here i was here and l <laughs> fanning who might weigh 80 pounds wet maybe she was she's in can and she was um doing a kind of like a round table but they sit on director's chairs with she's in the new quentin tarantino movie so yesterday they were all talking about it and she had on this beautiful beautiful vintage dress it was a prada gown but it had a built-in corset oh and it was just too tight. Yep. And I think of like Kim Kardashian. She was in corset training mm-hmm. because for the Met Gala. Yeah, because you can't breathe. You can't sit. You know, they're really, really uncomfortable. So she just did timber and kind of fell off her chair. Her yep. sister was there, picked her up. Colin Firth, Mister Darcy, of
0: course, came who over to help her? too. Perfect. Story.
2: And um, they were, you know, scooted away by the people. But have you ever had? I mean, those spanks... Sometimes, and you hear people wear double spanks. I,
1: I, that one pair of spanks. I used to really be into them. I can't have anything that tight on my tummy anymore. I used to be into them too, but I'm totally the same way, Julia, where I'd rather just plan an outfit. That doesn't need the Spanx. Right. Rather than go Even for something. Even control top pantyhose. Yeah. That just, I mean, it sucks you in and it makes you gassy. And then, I mean, poor Elle Fanning and her internal organs getting all mashed up. Kim oh. Kardashian, too. Mm-hmm. And she
2: she tweeted out, thumbs up, a picture of herself in the hashtag dress too tight, time of the
1: month. Ugh. But still. Oh, oh, and can you even imagine wearing a corset if indeed it was your for time of the, of the month? month? Oh, oh, I can't. Doesn't that just sound horrid? <laughs> no. I
0: can't relate. Horrid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> imagine eating at the best buffet in the world, Donnie, on a cruise ship and then wearing Fair your you pants too tight. But they're not buffets.
3: But they're not on cruise ships.
1: That's right. It's all hot, warm stuff,
3: so tableside. table size. That's right. Straight.
2: Uh huh. And then if you <laughs> really want to feel good about yourself or not, <laughs> um, Donnie has posted Christy Brinkley at 65, just laying in the ocean as one does in her bikini, looking like a million bucks. Man, I even think 65. I think she probably she, spent a million dollars on this way. And I'm just gonna say hashtag body goals. She yes. looks amazing. She
1: does look amazing. She is yep.
2: something. She is something. Yes, we have indeed. so much. And Donnie's posted a lovely picture of Katie Holmes wearing um What is
0: she wearing? <laughs>
2: Oh, that's a, those are you are okay in. with that outfit? The new gunny sack dresses and loose oh, flowing yeah. things are in right now. Oh no, no I'm the not pra- a fan. With the
1: prairie dresses. Yeah. I know that they're the New York cool girl they thing are. to wear. They're so ugly. I wish they were good because I could wear this. They would be good. You know, they
2: hide a lot.
0: Uh, well, just ask Dawn about Prairie. Dresses. Oh,
1: that one's even more ugly with the sunflowers. <laughs> oh yeah. Ew. oh yeah. it's not good. It's,
2: it's not good. No. no. All right, we'll be back. And oh, John Ham, he was out and about last night. We're going to chat with him.